Well, I want to say thank you uh, for the kind words of welcome here tonight to Crossgar. It's lovely to be back here with you. And I want to thank Reverend Dean, even in his absence, for um, allowing me to come along and to share with you tonight the work that we have been doing among our boys and girls here in Northern Ireland, and especially the work we've been doing over the past, well, three years or so, um, and especially the work of FPC Kids. So I do hope tonight that as even I go through what I've got um, even with me tonight, that you will go home, above all else, go home encouraged to know that the Lord is working among our boys and girls. He has been working among our boys and girls. He's been saving our boys and girls, and that you'd even continue to pray for them and for the children of this land, that the Lord would continue to work among them and show them uh, their need of a saviour. I would ask you, first of all, tonight to turn to the word of God, um, to the little letter of Third John. Third John, and we're just going to read um, the first four verses of this letter. Third John and verse 1 we read, The elder unto the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. For I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. And we end our reading there at the end of verse 4 of this letter of third john i do want to begin tonight uh, by saying thank you to you as a congregation here in crossgar for your continued prayers and practical support for the children's work throughout the past few years and like i said i am really grateful to be here tonight to share with you a report on the work that we have been doing and just to bring you right up to date with where the work is at at the moment and again, like I said, to encourage you um, that your prayers have been answered for the boys and girls and to continue to pray for them. And we really do appreciate your prayers. Your prayers are what drives the work forward for the Lord. So we would ask you that you would continue to take even the boys and girls here in this work that we do. Check them upon your heart and pray for them. As you can imagine, uh, the past, well, three years or so um, have been strange years at times and difficult but also a really blessed time where we did see um, the Lord's work among our boys and girls going forward, perhaps not in the ways or means that we thought it would go forward, but forward nonetheless. And surely if we've been taught anything over the past few months or few years, it's that truth there that we read in Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. It does have to be said that the Lord's thoughts and ways did push not only me, uh, but also Robert McConnell and Joyce Walsh, the two other children's workers, and many others, did push us out of our depths at times. And we were pushed out of our comfort zone. Uh, but it is good at times to be pushed out of your comfort zone. And the Lord has truly showed us that he can do a great work, whatever the circumstances may be. I'd like you to think back tonight to March of 2020. I know a lot of us would like to just erase that time from our minds and not think about it ever again. But March of 2020 saw us as children's workers having to come up with a new way of reaching boys and girls with the gospel because of the pandemic and all the consequences to that. Our churches were closed and kids weren't able to go to Sunday school or to children's meetings and we ourselves weren't able to go and to speak to the boys and girls in person and we weren't able to go to schools either. 
And so we were asked by our mission board to form an online ministry specifically for the boys and girls, which we did end up doing called FPC Kids. And I began um, working under our mission board um, in March of 2019. And so it was only really a year um, into my work that things did go uh, the way that they did. And I don't think anyone really imagined that it would get to um, the way that it did in March of 2020. However, March of 2020, I remember especially um, the first week in that, in that month, every day we were getting phone calls from ministers, from teachers, saying, listen, we're really sorry, uh, but we're going to have to cancel all of those meetings that we had you booked for. And my diary at that time went from literally being pretty full to having nothing in it within a space of a week. And at that point, it was up to summer of 2020. And I kind of was like, well, that's that. There's nothing that we can really do about this. It was a very much a situation out of our hands. Uh, we weren't allowed to go to schools. We weren't allowed to go to churches and things like that. And so I kind of thought, well, that's that. Nothing we can do about this. And I live in a dairy farm. My dad, he's a dairy farmer. And I thought, well, I'll go help him for a few months. This will be all over pretty quickly. I'll help him, give me something to do, and I'll be back to um, normal again in no time. And that was kind of what was all going through my head. However, just like a few, a few days after I was thinking this, I got a phone call from Alistair Hamilton, who's a treasurer of our mission board. And he was ringing us just to let us know that, like I said, the mission board wanted us as children's workers to do some sort of online ministry for the boys and girls. And so on the 20th of March of 2020, myself and Robert and Joyce, along with Alistair and then Alistair's daughter, Catherine, Catherine Keane, she was brought on to the team as well. She does a lot of videoing and editing for the mission board. She was brought on too. And Glenn Hamilton as well. We were all brought together and we met together and we decided that we would try our best to do some sort of online ministry for the boys and girls, which we did end up doing, like I said, called FPC Kids. And we decided that we would use um, Facebook and YouTube would be the two things that we would use to put these videos out. Most people have access to that nowadays. And we decided we would use these two things, Facebook and YouTube, um, to put out whatever meetings we were going to do. And we discussed quite a bit about what type, type of meeting we were going to do, whether we should just have a very um, sort of just a Bible lesson and a course, or whether we should try to do a full-blown children's meeting, um, as much like it for the boys and girls as possible. And we decided that we would try to do that, that we would try to have a children's meeting, we would try to do memory verses and, quiz, and quizzes and um, choruses, and then have the Bible lesson. And we come up with two different meetings um, that we end up doing over about the year and a half that we had these online videos. And they were, uh, we call them our Bible Corners and our wee words. And you can tell a lot of us are from Balmina with our wee words. We love using the wee word wee up at home. And that kind of crept its way in there with our wee words. And our Bible Corners, we put them out on a Friday night and a Sunday morning to act really like a children's meeting and a Sunday school. And they had Bible lessons, there was the choruses, and then the memory verse as well. And then we also had our wee words, and we put them out on a, on a Wednesday. And when the kids weren't at school, this went out for them on a Wednesday for them to watch. It was only about 10 or so minutes long, and something more devotional type uh, for children who are already saved. And so these were the two um, videos that we were going to do. And we had a great plan uh, about how we were going to get these all videoed. 
and our church in Cumber had very kindly said that we could go and use their facilities there. And so the plan was for us all to go down to Cumber and Catherine would come along. She would record us and we'd have the first video out in no time. And we really, time was of the essence. Uh, we, this all came together on the 20th of March, which was a Friday. And we wanted the first one out on the 27th of March, which was the next Friday. So only a week. Uh, but we did have a good plan and things were going to go very smoothly. Uh, but like I said before, God's ways are not always our ways. And things weren't to just go to plan and that what we thought would happen. And it was literally, I think it was a couple of days after that the country was put into total lockdown and we were told very firmly we had to stay at home. And so we had to go to plan B, which was to record ourselves in our own homes. And for some reason, they picked me to be the first person to do up a video. I don't know why they picked me. I'm not technologically minded in any way, shape or form, but um, they did choose me to be the first person uh, to put out the video. And I'll never forget that week. It was one of the most stressful weeks I've ever been through so far. And this is all brand new to me and brand new to everyone, I think. And I had never, like I said, done anything like this before. And those first few months where we did have to record at home, they were hard. They were difficult. And I know that myself and Robert did find it hard doing it by ourselves. And I know Catherine found it hard too because she wasn't there to be able to help us with any problems that we had. And just simple things like you thought you pressed record, but you hadn't pressed record, or you thought um, you made a mistake, which in a normal meeting you would just have to keep going. But for some reason, you knew these were going to be here forever and you didn't want any mistakes in them. And so they were hard. Those first few months where we had to record at home were difficult. But the Lord did give help. And we were able to get that first video out on the 27th of March of 2020. And I think I spoke on David or Samuel anointing David as the next king over Israel. And we didn't really know how the kids were going to respond to these videos. This is something very new. Of course, as time went on, they get more used to having their lessons online and things like that. But this is brand new. And we just didn't know. Um, if the kids were going to want to sit down and they were going to want to do the actions and, and repeat their memory verses and all at home and whether they would have the attention to listen to the, the lessons even on their computers or wherever it was. But we were absolutely amazed by that, the response that we got from that first video that went out. And just from all over Northern Ireland, we got messages from people saying how well the videos looked and there were so many people watching in. From all over the world, the people watching in from down south over in the mainland, from Canada, from Australia, all over. And it was just an amazing, amazing thing to see how many people were watching these videos and how much they enjoyed the videos. And we even heard of a little girl coming and asking the Lord to be your saviour from that first video that we put out. And that was like a real seal of approval from the Lord on what we were doing. And we're so thankful to the Lord from that very first video to the very last ones that we put out, the Lord used these videos to speak to people and to speak to boys and girls especially about their need of a saviour. And we are so thankful to the Lord for that and for allowing us to do this work for him. At a time when it seemed like we couldn't do anything, the Lord opened up this door for us and we're so thankful to him for, for that. And we give all the glory to him and even bringing everything about and bringing people that have the talent and the time to be able to put these videos together. And we are so thankful. We do want to thank the Lord for how he did use these videos and will hopefully continue to use these videos uh, to speak to boys and girls. So here's what we sort of look like. I've never seen any of our videos before. And um, this is myself and Robert and Joyce as well, or what we look like um, up on the screen. Very bright, very colorful, of course wanting the boys and girls to watch in. And these are our Bible Corners, and we start off with two of these per week, and then just gradually as things, uh, restrictions were lifted, 
we were able to, we reduced the amount of these that we were doing. And then eventually, when our Sunday schools were back and children's meetings, we just stopped these all together. But they are all still there. That's one of the good things about an online ministry. They're all still there for people to go on and to watch. And then these are wee words that we did. I mentioned those a moment or two ago. And they were slightly less uh, formal than our Bible Corners. And we're able to do slightly do different things with them. And Robert, he either has a vintage car, he loves his vintage cars. So he was out in his cars and he was up uh, the more mountains a week as well. And like I said, I live in a farm, a dairy farm. So I did a wee series out. Uh, among the animals, among the farm cow or the cows, and um, doing uh, teaching them lessons from that, and they went down well, and the kids really seemed to enjoy them. It was strange trying to fill them with a hundred cows standing around you, wondering what you were doing. Uh, but the Lord did give help, and even just talking about meditating and chewing on the Word of God, and the kids did seem to really enjoy. And these wee, wee videos that we did, only about five or ten minutes long, uh, but really to help boys and girls who already saved to walk on with the Lord. Along with the videos that we did, we also had worksheets that we put out with each one of the videos with the Bible Corners. And the worksheets just had um, we activities on the lesson that they had just listened to or just learned from the video. And they were able to take these and print them off and fill them out, send a wee picture to us of them filled out, and then we put them up on Facebook for people to see. And there was a real core group of kids who did this every single week. And we want to thank them for that and thank their parents even for encouraging them to do these worksheets. And we do hope that they were used even to help the kids to remember uh, what they had just learned. So going back to summer of 2020, um, I had a really busy summer booked that year um, with Holiday Bible Clubs. And we were all hoping, and Robert and Joyce had the same, we were all hoping that those Holiday Bible Clubs would go ahead and that we would be able to have in-person Holiday Bible Clubs. However, that was not the Lord's will at that time. And all of those holiday Bible clubs that we had booked um, were cancelled. However, we very quickly realised that there was a need for us to do some sort of online holiday Bible club. And so we ended up doing five of these over the year and a half or so that we did the online meetings. And we did one or two in summer 2020, one winter 2020, one Easter 2021, and then one in summer 2021. And for me personally, um, these were sort of the highlight of our online ministry. And the Lord especially used these weeks of meetings to speak to boys and girls, again, about their need of a saviour and how they had to come and give their lives over onto him. And these holiday Bible clubs, we tried to make as much like a holiday Bible club as possible. So we had a theme for the whole week. It ran Monday to Friday and there was crafts, there was quizzes, there was memory verses, there was a missionary story. Everything we could get in there, we tried our best to do it. And so these are special weeks, special weeks of meetings that we did up. And um, here's just some of the flyers that we had. There's our Easter one and our winter one and one of our summer ones as well. And the great thing about these holiday Bible clubs was that churches were able to get involved. And some churches came to us and said, listen, it would be great um, if we had something that we could go out and to give to our local communities and to go and to give out to children living around the church who maybe weren't coming to church and didn't know that these videos were there for them. And so we were able to do up packs for churches to go and to give out around the doors, even in their local areas. And these packs included just a wee personalised invitation along with just a wee thing about who we were and then also along with that um, there was the worksheets for the week and the craft uh, supplies or crafts booklet for the week and then some churches even sent out the craft supplies as well and it really was like a form of outreach among their local communities and we do hope that these wee packs did encourage children who maybe weren't coming out to church who maybe wouldn't tune in encourage them even to tune in and to watch these videos and we want to thank those churches who got involved 
and even wanted to support the work in this way. And so finally, we were able to go to Cumber. Restrictions lifted slightly, and we were able to get down to Cumber and all record together, which was a big weight off everyone's shoulders. And some people ask what we sort of look like uh, when we're recording. I think it's something very uh, amazing that you're down recording, but it is very simple. Uh, we are literally standing in front of a green screen, and we can't see what is going to be beside us or behind us to the graphics written until you see it in the video um, and so we don't really know what's going to be beside us so we have a green screen and you have Catherine there with her camera and you just have to talk down into the camera and I must admit that was hard to at the beginning to have to get used to that because you usually have some sort of picture or graphic beside you to help you if you get stuck or you get a wee bit lost you can always look to that picture and it can help you to remember uh, what you're trying to say but you had nothing and then you had to stand dead straight I'm usually walking about you had to stand dead straight and look down into your camera and then you had Robert and Joyce there as well which was a wee bit daunting at times and ministers would have popped in every so often and so it was hard at the beginning to get used to that but the Lord did give help and we were able to, to get all these recordings done and a lot of thanks has to go to Catherine and um, she gave up a lot of time and she gave up she did put in a lot of effort to this work and nobody really knows about but she was there with us every time we came to record she was there and we want to thank her for that and for giving up her time and her talents for the Lord and so we had different types of setups for different things that we did so if we were doing a quiz or something we wouldn't usually have used the green screen and then for some of our holiday bible clubs uh, we went outside uh, just to make things a wee bit different and I think Robert he was up Scrabble Tower I was out um, among the fields of flowers talking about growing with Christ and then with our Christmas one, we had to have a few decorations up just to make it that wee bit extra Christmassy. And so we had these holiday Bible clubs. We managed to get um, five meetings filmed in one day, which uh, I still don't know how we managed to do that. But we got them. We got a lot of work done in the one day and we were able to fill them up um, all these holiday Bible clubs. And I have one of the, for each one of the Bible clubs, we did a little promo video um, just to show the children what we were going to be doing throughout the week and encourage them um, to watch in. And so I'm going to show one of them here, this is from our Easter one that we did, Easter 2021. And hopefully, if you haven't seen any of our videos before, this will give you a little taste about what we're like. online you can go and watch that on youtube if you want to see it uh, you can go home and do that when you get home i can go and watch um, one of our promo videos and if you do want to feel like a kid again uh, i would encourage you to go and watch them and go watch our videos and you will feel like you're back in children's meeting again uh, doing all the courses and things like that uh, so again with these holiday bible clubs we weren't really sure if the kids were going to want to watch uh, watch them and again they were slightly longer during the day a whole week's worth during the holidays and we just didn't know if the kids were going to want to watch in or how many kids were going to want to watch in. But we were able actually to see um, how many children were watching because they sent back photos. We ran competitions throughout each one of the Bible clubs for a best craft and the best worksheet. And so the kids were to send back their photos of their crafts and worksheets and then even sh and we were going to pick then 
um, a best craft and a best worksheet. Um, however, the first night, uh, the first very first meeting that we had, I remember it, um, the kids all sent back their photos and I was scrolling through them all and I was like, this can't be right. There has to be some, something wrong here because there were so many photos. And we had about 250 photos back of crafts and 250 photos back of worksheets. And it was amazing. And the kids had to have watched the video or the meetings to be able to do the crafts and the worksheets. And just got, this is just some of these photos here from them. And we had to up how many prizes we were doing each day to 10. Instead of two each day, we had 10 each day because we had so many um, pictures sent back to us. And just seeing how happy they seem to be and their smiles, it does make all of that hard work that we put in worth it. And um, we're so thankful to the kids for doing this. And we're so thankful to the kids for watching. And it is for the boys and girls. And if they weren't watching it, not that there wouldn't be any point in doing it, but it was specifically for them. And we're so thankful that so many boys and girls did watch in. And we're so thankful for parents, for grandparents, for our church family as a whole for supporting these videos and especially these holiday Bible clubs. We are so thankful to you for encouraging us, even through encouraging your children and those that you know um, to even watch these videos. And we are so thankful for that. And of course, most of all, we are so thankful to the Lord for how he did use, like I said before, he really used these holiday Bible clubs. And we heard of children from each one of them coming and asking the Lord to be their savior. And we are so thankful to the Lord for that. And we're thankful how he did use these videos um, to speak to boys and girls. And the great thing is, is that they're all still there. And the Lord can continue to speak through these videos. And perhaps not even boys and girls, but others as well who are just scrolling through. And one of these videos comes and they can watch it. And the Lord can speak to many different types of people, even about their need of a saviour from these videos. So we are so thankful to the Lord for how he did use these videos to speak to boys and girls. And here's just some more photos we've got um, of some of the worksheets that were done. And there's a few crafts as well. Some very talented children out there who put a lot of effort in, or some very talented mummies who put a lot of effort in as well. And um, to those crafts, really want it and um, the prizes, so they did. And then there's just some um, from our Christmas one as well that we did. But although um, these holiday Bible clubs were good and the online ones were really used by the Lord, you know, the thing is that you cannot beat oh, some of these spots. Do you spot yourself? Are you in there, are you? <laughs> you do. Yours was so good, I had to put a picture in of it. <laughs> so, um, so yes, the online holiday Bible clubs were good and the videos were great. However, you cannot beat having the boys and girls in front of you. And thankfully, in summer of 2021, we were able to have in-person holiday Bible clubs again. And my first holiday Bible club, and my first children's meeting, to be honest, since March of 2020 was in July 2021, the first week of July. So pretty much a year and a few months after. And it was down in Kesh, which I don't know how far Kesh is from here, but it's about two hours from my house to get down to Kesh. But I was more than happy to do that two-hour round trip every day back down to Kesh to speak to the boys, or the four-hour round trip down to Kesh to speak to the boys and girls there. And it was just amazing. It was amazing to have the boys and girls there and to have them in front of you and to be able to speak with them, be able to have them up doing the actions and the memory verses and just to have them in front of you. It was an amazing summer where the Lord really did work among our boys and girls. And I think there was a little bit of fear among many people that the kids wouldn't come back out again. Uh, they had been off for so long that maybe they wouldn't come back out, especially children who maybe weren't connected with the church. But in most of the places, in all the places that I, I helped out at and I spoke at, the amount of children who were coming out far exceeded what they thought would come. And one example of that is over in Lauren, our church in Lauren, 
Reverend Brown had rung me in the Monday morning saying, Christina, if we get 15 out, we'll be doing great. And I was like, that's no problem, 15's grand. So I headed down to Lauren, and if you've ever been in Lauren Church, the, the meetings were behind in the wee meeting room behind their main church building. And I walked in and I thought, there's more than 15 children here. And they kept coming and coming and coming and coming. And there was 35 there that first night. And that was the same the whole week, 35, 40 kids who were coming out. And they had to move into the main church building because there was no room, just simply not enough space for all the children who were coming. And the great thing was is that they were seeing new kids and also kids that had left even before COVID had come back again after it. And that was such an encouragement to the people there, to the workers there, to myself, even to know that the Lord, even though there hadn't been anything in about a year or so, the Lord was still was bringing the children back again. And it was great then to hear that come September, that those same children were coming back to the children's meetings that had started up. And so the Lord really did do a great work among our boys and girls during that summer. And bringing the work right up to date. Uh, The church work is pretty much back to normal once again and it has been a real blessing to get back to the work in a normal way again in a full-time manner. Uh, The church work, like I said, we're back doing children's meetings, Sunday schools, youth meetings and starting up our deputation meetings again. And in this past summer as well, I was also able to take part in many holiday Bible clubs and camps um, throughout the province with many children being reached with the good news of the gospel. As you can imagine, summer is the busiest time of year for us as children's workers and this past year summer 2022 it was no different and it was fantastic to see so many children coming out to meetings that were held in churches community centers lawns i end up in someone's kitchen at a stage doing a bible uh, doing the bible lesson there which was a new one for me uh, but it was amazing to see so many children coming out and we're all over the country again down Kesh, down Lanalong, down murray macrofilt all over and um, we were um, in many places over this this past summer and this summer, in many of the places, or the past summer, in many of the places I spoke at, I spoke on the theme of kingdoms and crowns, uh, tying in with our own late Queen's Platinum Jubilee celebrations that were held last year. And the kids learned about many different kings and queens throughout the Bible, good and bad. And we finished off the week by looking at the King of Kings, the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'd ask you to pray even that all those children who came out to those meetings will be able to say that Christ is King of their lives. And last summer as well, I also had the opportunity to be a leader at the United Children's Camp, which is run by our mission board. It was my first time to be a leader there, and I can truly say it was a really blessed week. We had about 50 children who attended, uh, with different activities being held throughout the week to keep them entertained and hopefully to tire them out as well. But the good thing about children is that eventually at some point they do have to go to sleep. Youth can stay up all night, but the wee kids, they do have to go to sleep at some point, and usually by 11, 12 o'clock, they're all out for the count, which we were glad about. We could get some sleep then. Um, but we also had two meetings that were held every day or every day during the week, and we looked at the life of George Mueller and then at different people who met the Lord Jesus Christ. And one of the highlights for me personally of the full week was hearing so many of the campers just give a really simple word of testimony, getting up among their friends and telling them how they were saved. And that was such an encouragement just to hear them just simply tell how the Lord had saved them and to know that those kids are the future ministers and missionaries and elders and deacons of our church, of our denomination. And it was encouraging to even hear how they just simply had put their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. This year, and the camp is held again, and the Lord has really answered prayer about the camp because there was a desire for us to have possibly, if possible, to have two weeks of camp this year. 
And there was that prayer there that it could go ahead the two weeks and that the children would come. And thankfully, the Lord did answer prayer. And we're having two weeks of camp this year. So we're about 100 children that are coming out to camp this year over two weeks. And I ask you to pray for those two weeks. Pray for the kids as they come, that the Lord would again speak to their hearts. For those who are coming who are not saved, that the Lord would even show them through that week how important it is for them to get right before God and even have that relationship with God. And for those kids who are saved, that they will know what it actually means to be a Christian and that even they'll know how God wants them to live their lives as Christians. And we'd ask you to pray for those children um, who are coming. Pray for us as leaders as well. The Lord would give us wisdom. He'll give us guidance as we work with the boys and girls over those two weeks. And even give us the energy and the mental and physical strength even to get through those two weeks. And speaking of this summer, um, again, have a very busy summer ahead of us, um, which is really wonderful. I'm really looking forward to it. But times you do look at your diary and you do wonder how you're going to get through it all. Uh, but the Lord does give help. And we're thankful that the Lord, he's given help in the past and he'll give help this year as well. Um, but we've got 10 weeks of holiday Bible clubs, um, including those two weeks of camp. And um, going right from the middle of June down through to the middle of September. Of course, we're here in the summer as well. They're looking forward to coming and even working among the boys and girls here in Cross Gar. And I'd ask you to pray for the kids first and foremost, as each one of them will come out. That they will come, that they'll be ready and willing to hear um, what the Lord has to say to them. And that many will be saved from their sins and give their lives over to God. I'd ask you to pray for me too. Even the Lord would give wisdom about what subjects to cover. Again, give the strength, give us safety even as we're travelling all over the country. And that he would even bless us as we do work among the boys and girls. And please pray too for the workers. And the workers put in a lot of work behind the scenes. And if any of you here work or do or are part of the children's work, you know how much work you put in. So I'd ask you to pray for the workers, and I'm sure they would really appreciate your prayers. And even consider coming and giving a wee hand, even during the, the weeks that you have here of, of holiday Bible clubs. And just pray for them, that as others as well, who are doing holiday Bible clubs, who are doing a lot of children will be reached this summer. But as we all sow the seed, and as we water it, that the Lord would give the increase and give a great harvest of souls among our children. And pray too, even for other aspects of the church work, that the Lord would lead and guide even into new ways, doors of opportunity, that he will open those new doors and new ways to serve him, even among um, the boys and girls that come out to our churches. So that really is the church side um, of the work that we do. But our work really has two branches to it. There's the church side and then there's the school side. And as you can imagine, the schools took a real hit during COVID. And it took a lot longer for the schools to open up for us to come back than it did for churches. And we understand that. And we understand the kids. We want to keep the kids as safe as possible. But during COVID, uh, we were able to do up school assemblies um, for schools to be, or online school assemblies for schools to be able to use. And we were able to contact those principals and those teachers that we had been in and we had known previously and let them know that these assemblies were there for them to use. And many of those principals, many of those teachers came back to us and said how thankful they were that they had been done up. And assembly is a really important part of the day. And they were being used, we could see that. And so Robert had the great idea, it was a good idea, um, to contact every primary school in Northern Ireland. I don't think he realised how many primary schools there are in Northern Ireland. There's a lot. Uh, but we set about to the task and we split the country up into the six counties. And I got County Antrim and County Londonderry. And I think I sent about 250 emails out to different primary schools. 
I sadly didn't get 250 replies back. However, we did get some new contacts made in the new schools and that then led for us to be able to go into those schools in person and when restrictions were lifted and when we were able to get back into those schools, which was a real answer to prayer from the Lord for that. And we have finally and thankfully been able to get back into schools again and the restrictions have pretty much all over the board lifted among our schools. It did take a long time and for a while you were maybe only speaking to um, maybe a few classes at a time or there was one school I went to you sat looking at a computer screen and all the kids sat looking back at you which was a strange experience but thankfully even though circumstances had changed and settings had changed the Lord's word did not change and we were able to go in and to speak to boys and girls and it's such a great opportunity because you reach many boys and girls who would maybe never step foot inside a church they all sort of have to be there. They all have to be well behaved. The teachers are all there and you have those 10, 15 minutes with them. And it's a time when you can really tell them about their need of a saviour. So I'd ask you to pray for the school work especially. Um, we've been betting back again, doing monthly assemblies. I'm mostly up around Balamina and Balamoni. That's where I'm from. There's a lot of schools around there. So I'm mostly up working up around there. And we've got a lot of monthly assemblies and after school Bible clubs. So I'd ask you to pray for them. And again, pray for the, t- the, school, or the children as we go in and speak to them. Pray for the teachers too, even as they're standing around the side listening. That something that will be said will speak to their hearts as well. And please do pray for Christian teachers and Christian principals. There's a lot of pressure on them to not allow us to come in and to speak to the boys and girls. So I ask you to pray for them that the Lord would give them wisdom and that he would even give them courage even to allow us to come in and to speak to boys and girls. And I would ask you to pray that even as schoolwork is slowly coming to an end, just towards the end of the school year, that come September, that there will be more doors open up to us um, as we try to go in and to reach the children in our schools with the gospel. And our children do need the gospel. And the children in Northern Ireland do need to hear about their need of a saviour, more or same as anywhere else. And it is sad we can see it when we go around the school. Certain schools you go around and the kids don't even know the basics and you think they know who the first man and first woman are, and they don't. You think they know all about Noah and about all the different those stories in the Bible we know off by heart. But it's so sad they don't know. They really don't know. And it's sad to see. And we do need to go in, and we do need to teach them the things of God. And that's why we do all that we do, so that children will hear the good news of the gospel and that they will walk in the truth of the word of God. And that's what we've been reading about here in this little letter of 3 John. I want to just very, very briefly look at this little letter. And in verse 4 especially, we have those words there. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Here in this third epistle of John, we have recorded for us his letter to a fellow brother in the gospel, a man called Gaius. Now, we're not told much about Gaius, but what we do read about him here in this short letter does much to commend him to us. We're told in verse 3 that John rejoiced greatly in hearing reports about him and rejoiced mostly in hearing that he was walking in the truth. Again in verse 4 we have those words for us. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Although these words were written primarily by John or by John primarily talking about Gaius and about fellow believers, I believe we could take these words literally for us here tonight and we should say that we should have no greater joy than to hear that our children, our little ones and our older ones, are walking in the truth of the Lord. We should have no greater joy than this. It should be the desire of every Christian parent, of every children's worker, of every child of God, 
to see the young children walking in the truth of the Lord. And that is why we do the work that we do do among our boys and girls, so that they will walk in the truth. But I guess the question must be asked, well, what is this truth that the boys and girls are to walk in? Well, very simply, it is a truth written within the word of God. Most importantly, the truth of salvation, that we are all sinners in the eyes of God. And we need to, very simply, we need to have our sins washed away. We need to give our lives over unto God. And the children do need to hear this. And that is why it is so important that we as a church do place an importance on child evangelism. And I'm so thankful that we as a church do. We do care about the boys and girls in our church and in our land. But we need to really place an importance upon it. Because our boys and girls are being fed so much lies from this world that is totally contrary to the word of God. They're being told and they can live their lives whatever way they want. Through certain schools will teach them this, through TV, social media, whatever it might be. They're being told they don't have to answer to anyone for their actions. They can live whatever way they want. But the Bible is not what the Bible teaches. The Bible clearly tells us, be sure your sins will find you out. So it's important that the boys and girls of this land are being taught the truth of the word of God. And so there is a need for us to go out, to invite the children in, and to tell them the truth of the Saviour. And the wonderful thing is, is that children can walk in the truth. Children can be saved. And so it is vital that we teach them the word of God. Throughout the Bible, we read of children walking in the truth. You think of Samuel, think of David. And even the Lord as a child walked in the truth of his father. And we read of more children in John's letter, 2 John. In 2 John verse 4 again, we read of more children who walked in the truth. Very similar to verse 4 in 3 John, it says there, I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth. The Bible clearly tells us that children, and wonderfully tells us, that children can be saved. In Matthew 18, we have many verses that show us this. In verse 6 of Matthew 18, the Lord himself says, Whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me. And in verse 11, we read that Christ is come to save that which was lost. And surely that includes our boys and girls. And in verse 14, with those wonderful words there in Matthew 18, that it is not the will of your Father which is in heaven, that one of these little ones should perish. And these are all proofs to us that children can be saved and that they can walk in the truth of the word of God. And we want our boys and girls to then continue walking in that truth when they are saved. And our greatest joy again should be that our little ones are yes saved, but continually walking them with the Lord when they are saved, especially up into their teenage years. The word walk here in 3 John verse 4, in the original Greek, it means something along the lines of to tread or to walk at large, that there's like a well-worn path there, a, a path that they're on continually. It's habitual for them to go on this path, that they're occupied with it. And that's what we want our boys and girls to do, that throughout their lives, their walk will be guided by the Bible and that they will habitually look to that truth for guidance, that they'll be occupied with the word of God. And again, that's why it's so important then that there are workers among the boys and girls teaching them the truth of God. There's some deep things in there, some hard things. And we do have a responsibility to break down the word of life to the boys and girls so they understand even the deep things of God and the things the Bible is teaching. And so I'd encourage each one of you here tonight to even get involved in the children's work in this place. I'm sure there's many opportunities for you to get involved, whether that be just simply coming, sitting among the boys and girls, going out in the buses if you've got buses, inviting the boys and girls in. If you can't come out, even just taking that time when the meetings are on, when the Sunday school's on, taking that time to pray. Pray for the children as they come. Pray for the workers as they work among them. And even just take upon your hearts the little ones, even one or two that you know that come. Pray for them. 
and pray for the ones that work among them. I would therefore entreat you tonight to pray for their little souls, that the Lord would save them at a young age and would keep them going on with himself in the truth. And if any of you here tonight does have a relationship with a child who is saved, even encouraging them to continue to read their Bibles, continue to pray, and even taking upon yourself to teach them the truth from the Bible and how they should live their lives by that truth. John could say of a certain day that it was his greatest joy, and it should be ours, to see our children walking and going through life in the truth of the Word of God. We should be praying this for every child. I'm thinking especially here, the children across Scar and in your surrounding areas, that you would take them upon your heart and pray for them, that the Lord would do this for them. And think of it, if it is our chief joy to see little ones brought to the Saviour, think of the joy it brings to the Lord to see little ones walking with him. So hopefully tonight we've seen the importance of teaching children the truth of the word of God. So again, I ask you for your continued prayers, especially for the boys and girls, that the Lord would work in their lives and save them. Again, pray for the children here in this place, the children that come out to your congregation, the children around this area, for those who are saved and for those who, for those who aren't saved and for those who are, that they will continue to walk in the truth of God. And if we do this, then hopefully we will all have great cause to rejoice as we hear of many children walking in the truth. I do hope tonight that you have been encouraged to hear how the Lord has been working among our boys and girls, even with the work of FPC Kids and the work that we're doing tonight. Encouraged to pray on for the children's work here in this place and the children of our land, to pray on for us as children's workers, that the Lord would give us help and that you will have that renewed determination to take upon your heart the little ones and even thinking of the Holiday Bible Club in the summer and to pray for it and pray that the children will come in and that most importantly the Lord would come, he would do a great work among them and that he would bring them on to himself. Thank you again for having me here tonight. I do hope and we have enjoyed what we've been showing to you. Thank you. Just very briefly, I'm sure you have enjoyed and appreciated what Christina's had to say to us. Christina has had to say to us tonight. We've uh, been really encouraged, and uh, I was thinking, may we always, as a church and as a denomination, keep in focus as a priority the work amongst children and boys and girls. So it's a very, very rewarding work, and may the Lord bless you, Christina, and those who work with you. We we'll now have our time of prayer. Uh, and Christina has given us much there uh, to, to pray for. Uh, we thank the Lord for the past. We thank the Lord for the vision that he gave to the children's workers, to Alistair, um, and to the, the mission board to enter into uh, the, 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 the video outlet on how many children were reached even uh, through that period of lockdown, how the Lord overruled in that situation. So we'll have our time of prayer now. Uh, perhaps we'd ask Sandy if he would lead us off in prayer. And then just one after the other, please, as quickly as possible, uh, we'll have our time of prayer. Remember the work. Remember the, the services here on the Lord's Day. Remember the, our own Holiday Bible Club coming up. It'll not be long until the beginning of August. Uh, and then later on in the year, Mr. Dean has mentioned, we are having a, another drive-in mission at the beginning of September. So there's much to pray for and not forgetting those who are laid aside at this time. So 
uh, I'll close then later on. All right, Sandy, thank you very much. Can I, just, can I say, lest I forget, that, her, that it, there is a retiring offering uh, for Christina and the work that she represents.